This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. It's the Hawk and Tom Show on B93.7. Well, when it comes to kids, what is the age that a kid needs to stop going to the bathroom with you? Hmm. Now, I'm going to tell you an unusual story. I was at a concert not long ago, and a single dad obviously was there, and I, I, she had, had to be at least 11 or 12. The single dad? No, 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 the, the dad <laughs> okay. uh, brought his daughter in there, mm-hmm. and he just said for her to turn around, and she stood with her nose in the corner. Oh, gross. Because it was, and, and there was a big, long line of guys. Hmm. So uh, that was a very unusual thing, but as a, you know, because sometimes I'm with my kids, you know, I... But I have boys, so it's not that big a deal. Anyway, I can, uh, you know, if, you know, mom has boys or dad has girls, that they are going to have that situation where they don't want them to stand outside. Yeah. They want to bring them in the bathroom. But 11? Yeah. She can sit outside. She, I don't know, man. It's yes. like you don't want someone to come grab your kid and take yeah. off. Because there was a lot of people there. I mean, a bunch of people. I and think what he did, if she was at the very entrance area, like, and not really in the bathroom very far. Well, you turned the corner, but you could see everybody. If she turned around, she could see everybody at the urinals. But she didn't, yeah. did she? No, she didn't. Yeah, mm-hmm. and that's what's tough is, like, you don't want to leave them outside because it is kind of easy to snatch a kid and go. But then... With the urinals, it's just, like, very open. Well, so I don't assuming know. she went in and just went in the corner, I mean, sometimes you got to make a call and there's no great answer, but the yeah. answer for me is the one that makes sure your kid is still there when you yeah. get done. Mm-hmm. And, of course, you've probably been in that situation because you have a girl. Yeah, mm-hmm. I don't know yeah. that I've ever had to bring her in the bathroom the with me. If so, I'm sure I told her to stand in the corner and close her eyes. Well, with something. the little kids, you know, little kids, they can just go in the stall with you, mm-hmm. you know. Right. I don't. I wouldn't <laughs> take my daughter that far into a men's restroom unless it was really empty. I was. Uh, this is another story. Uh, I was at the movie theater, and a lot of the uh, bathrooms they were having some problems. I guess they were out of order, and there was some like a special needs uh, group there. And the lady was standing outside, and one of the guys was stuck in there oh, no. in a wheelchair. Oh no! And so I tried to get him out as best I could, and I I, I went out and I told her about the guy because he was stuck because one of the the handicap was out of order, oh. so he was trying to go into the stall that was not handicapped, and he got his wheelchair stuck. So I, I told her, and she went inside. So there's all these guys, even my son. <laughs> Everybody's just doing their business right there while she's trying to. Get the wheelchair out, and I was trying to help her. Oh, wow. Yeah. She was focused. Wow. She wasn't looking around. <laughs> no, she was not. And that's another question is, is, is it bad to use a, a handicapped stall if you're not handicapped? Well, I think so. 
It's really? okay. Yeah. I mean, well, it's not like a handicapped parking space I where you're agree, not allowed. I mean, they can sit there and wait till you're done and then they go and use it. But otherwise, that stall's sitting there unused 99% yeah. of the time. I like those. They're they're larger and. Yeah. Sometimes yeah. they sit too high up my feet. It's dangle. okay. I just dangle. I can't do it. I'm going to have something to push <laughs> off against. <laughs> All right. Well, here's signs that your child is too old to take into the opposite sex bathroom, okay? If they can change their own diaper. <laughs> That's a sign that you probably should have in that bathroom. That'd be funny to see. Okay. Uh, they no longer have action figures on their underwear. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, not necessarily. Let's okay. say I, by that, I could probably go in the women's restroom okay then. If they have an iPhone. Uh, That's not true at all. Kids get iPhones early these days. Okay. I mean, our kids mm-hmm. had it when they were like true. two. All right, if their artwork no longer goes on the fridge, it's a sign they shouldn't be in the uh, opposite-sex bathroom. <laughs> yeah. And if they have more hair on their arms than you do. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen hairy babies. Oh, uh, really? Yeah. Mm. All right. Mm. So, <laughs> I'm trying to think of uh, you know what I would do in a situation. Now my daughter's old enough, I think I could leave her outside. But the thing. Y- you know what? Your daughter was about the age of this daughter that was in that bathroom. How old? Us. I would say 11 or 12. My daughter is 13, almost 14. Yes, she does not need to be in the men's room. No. Okay. All and right. she can wait outside. She goes to the mall with her friends and yeah. stuff. So. Yeah. By herself? The, well, we drop them off, and then they can hang out for a while. Okay. I just, I mean, I don't, nowadays you hear all these bad stories and. Man, if someone wants to take the three or four of them, they can go for it. I'll bet they'd bring it back in an hour. <laughs> <laughs> Here's your kids back. <laughs> Sorry about that. Yeah. It's the Hawk and Tom Show on B93.7. You ever look at something, maybe you're shopping online, maybe you're in a store, and you think to yourself, I really like to get that item, but I'm afraid we may never use it. But you go ahead and buy it anyway. <laughs> or maybe you're like super excited about something and you're like, hey, this is going to be awesome. It's going to change my life. This uh, treadmill is going to get me back in shape again. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and you yeah. buy it and you never use it. And it's just money gone from your bank account. We did the treadmill thing. We were smart, though. We bought an expensive enough treadmill that we could sell it for half price and get some of our money oh, back. Yeah. Yeah. That's smart. Yeah. That's smart. It's like, you know, we could buy a $1,500 treadmill and not get but maybe a couple hundred for it. Or we can buy a $3,000 treadmill and get 1500 of it when we sell it. Yeah. So, gotcha. Yeah, that, that didn't it's really help. That like that. Yeah, I think I broke about the same either way. Regardless, um, it happens to all of us. We buy stuff that we end up not using. Yeah, my kids ask me what that workout gym set that I've got outside in my garage that I never use. What's that for, Dad? (laughs) (laughs) It's got, you know, all the different things we... uh, you know, you can do about 50 different exercises on one machine. You're like, it's to hang clothes on. No, I don't even have clothes on it. It just gathers dust. Oh. Is all it does. <laughs> well, here are some of the things that make you feel a little better about yourself. You'll know you're not the only one who buy these things and don't use them. Okay. Uh, on the list was over-the-top camping gear. These are things like the special heavy-duty hammock that has the... The mosquito net and the bear stopper and all that kind of stuff. Unless you go like every other weekend during the summer, you're wasting your money. Yeah, that $500 yeah. Uh, hammock was probably overkill. Mm-hmm. Uh, also, online subscriptions like that alumni website that lets you keep in touch with people from high school. 
which they have a free version called Facebook. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Right? yeah. Mm-hmm. There's an app that you pay for that identifies the tree leaf and tells you what kind of tree you got in your yard. But okay. after you, you figure out, you know, these three trees in my yard, I'm like, I don't need it anymore. <laughs> well, that's $19.99 a month. Oh, Just to wow. let you know, that's free versions of that. Yeah, okay. Yeah. But well, it's a little late. Yeah, too late for you. <laughs> uh, souvenirs. Think of all the money you've wasted on coffee mugs and keychains that said some cheesy place you've been to. Yeah. And that you don't even use. Refrigerator magnets. Yes. Uh huh. They're sitting in your drawer right now. And you know, you might tacky. use the refrigerator magnet, but you paid nine ninety nine for one that right. you could have got a box of ten for for three bucks. Now, I use my shot glasses I get. That's, that's true. Souvenirs. <laughs> Do you really? But you know, I don't mm. buy souvenirs for other people when I go out of town or, you know, to Cancun or I'm like, I'm not buying, you know, cheap souvenirs for someone else that didn't get to go. You don't have the one <laughs> friend that says, Hey, get me a hard rock cafe t shirt when you go to, you know, St. <laughs> John's. No, I have a friend who says shells seashells well that's that's good yeah. i'm like you ain't spending any money i can get you a seashell exactly. not me i'd be getting them the shells from the store because i'm too lazy to go on the beach i used to do that with uh coffee mugs i'd get them everywhere i go and now i just have a cabinet of ugly mixed match yeah. coffee mugs and it drives me crazy uh-huh. yeah but you don't want to throw them away i things. know with memories mm-hmm. okay appliances that are way too specific like a breakfast sandwich maker or a bread maker or a rice maker and you're like you don't want to have to pull out an appliance just to make one thing with it <laughs> uh, the waffle maker is worth the, the money well you can make yeah. sandwiches in that so is an air fryer worth every penny but i will say the air fryer is not a specific you can use it for a ton of things you can so it's not so specific i agree with you on the air fryer but like even the waffle maker it's like we've probably gotten ours out three times in our life no, i do it <laughs> once a week really yeah mm-hmm. okay see i don't know how you know if which person you are I don't use my waffle maker. I have <laughs> one time made waffles. Yeah, it. exactly. But I see all the recipes where, like you said, you could uh, throw an egg on there or mm-hmm. you know, yeah. uh, grill a sandwich, or, and I haven't tried any of that. I'm with you, Kato. I, I don't, don't use cook. mine either. I got a rice maker, too. What? <laughs> it was given to me. What? You have make you rice? Used it? I've, I've used it about three times, but it makes rice really quick, and it's really good rice. Oh, it cooks rice. Okay. I'm like, making rice? How does it make rice? Oh, oh wow. I'm going to have to go back a little, explain things off here. Yeah. Just to let you know, with the camping gear, you didn't have to make that. It, okay, was, well, it came I'm, prepackaged. <laughs> yeah, I'm not dumb, Tom. Oh. <laughs> You're just tricking me, then. Um, they also said uh, the extended warranties, most of the time those are not usable or valuable. Right. Now, some people swear by them. Usually those people are running a scam. But for the average person, they're way too expensive. Uh, unnecessary stuff for your kids. Parents buy all kinds of things. This is a perfect example. you got to buy them that upstairs diaper changer and the downstairs diaper yeah. changer and the yeah. diaper genie upstairs and the diaper genie downstairs. And you got to get this special this and that. And there's all these. Oh, don't forget the playpen that you take with you to grandma's. Mm-hmm. And then there's the playpen that you leave set up at grandma. And it's like you spend millions of dollars on an infant. You overdo it on kids, period. And, of course, those clothes. Don't even buy them clothes because they outgrow them in a month. I'm yeah. like, yeah, mm-hmm. my kids are sitting around in shorts, and that's about it. <laughs> well, and you can go to consignment sales and buy all kind of used stuff that was worn for one month. Because that's all they get yeah, out know, of them because they're know. growing so fast. And you're like, I want to get them the latest this, this, and this. And before you know it, you're like, I ain't going to buy them any more clothes. Hand me down. Yeah. All right. <laughs> the last two go against each other. It's kind of funny. Uh, expensive home gym equipment, which we talked about. You know, Hawks yeah. got the Peloton set or whatever. 
and then cookbooks. Mm-hmm. Most of us get whatever recipes we need online now. Yeah. We don't need a cookbook to do it. So it's like you're wasting your money just buying that. True. I agree. But sometimes when you're at a place and it's like that place cookbook, you know. Or I've got a Paula Dean cookbook that's autographed by her. Oh. So. You don't want to get that out and mess it up. No. Uh, I just make the one recipe that she makes, the banana pudding. Oh, is it just like a pound of butter in it? No, a pound of pudding. <laughs> with okay. cream and well, sweet Well, now I know how you make milk. that rice pudding. <laughs> <laughs> what? A rice pudding? Because you got that rice maker, too. <laughs> Somebody help him. <laughs> I'm not saying nothing. He gets mad at me. <laughs> it's the Hawk and Tom Show on B93.7. Well, there's something in your house that needs uh, to be washed a lot more than you wash it. I'm not talking about your undercarriage, okay? <laughs> what about your feet? A lot of people forget those two things, don't they? Okay, <laughs> feet, yeah. Um, anyway, what do you think it is? Wait, those two things. Well, I was talking about your feet, too. Oh. <laughs> I'm like, wow, that didn't sound very good, did it? Mm-mm. Okay. So uh, sheets on your bed. Okay. Well, That's they say you should wash your sheets more often than you do. Mm-hmm. I'll get to a few things. But this is major, okay? And everybody's got them, too. All right? You your probably, toilet? No. Um, you probably have at least a few blankets on your couch. Okay. It could be throw blankets for decoration, blankets you use to keep yourself warm when you're watching your favorite, you know, uh, series. Uh, blankets that also serve as dog or cat beds when they're sitting there on your couch. And you've probably not watched those in forever. That's hmm. what most people say. Oh, I'm good. I spilled wine on mine over the weekend, so I had to wash it. Okay. <laughs> well, when was the last time you did wash it, though? We don't talk about that. <laughs> My wife's pretty good at washing ours, I think. Really? Yeah. I mean, it's not as often as it should be, but I think it's probably monthly. I think it's about twice a year for me. <laughs> but I have washed it. <laughs> I have washed it. They say they're taking in lots of nasty stuff. Food, because you're eating while you're watching your favorite, you know, binge watching. Uh, dust, pet hair that's all over it from where they're sleeping on your favorite blanket that's on the couch or whatever you track in on your feet sometimes. Uh, bacteria just sits there on your couch, and you're sitting in the bacteria at that point. I so. just feel like a couch isn't a big home for bacteria. It seems like not a great place for them to live. It's well, not very moist. It's not very... I don't know. It just doesn't sound like a place where a lot of bacteria hang out. I picture you, though, as one of those guys, because I look at your chair in here where you wipe <laughs> off your cheese dust in between the crotch of the chair yeah. here at the office chair, and it looks like it's got bacteria there. Yeah, well, That might, but I don't do that at home. Yeah, plus, you ever lift the cushions of your couch? Oh, my goodness, yeah. <laughs> what is it by, under the... It's I mean, so bad. You're looking at it and it's like, what is that? That's like, you know, you got... It looks almost like snow sometimes, but it's a bunch of dirt. <laughs> it's like you can't even see the couch. I feel like there's a difference in dirt and germs, though, because I feel like there has to be moisture before it starts to get well, gross. It could, be, it could be right. I mean, the dry stuff just seems like an arid desert of no germs. I don't know. I've sat on my couch all day, and I just, you know, you kind of sweat a little bit. Oh, you no. Know, you don't move in the one position all day. <laughs> when you fall asleep, and you sit there, too, and you're yeah. hot and sticky. And, yeah. 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 Or you drool when you nap sometimes. Uh, That too. (laughs) And we have mentioned pillowcases. People need to be washing those a lot more because you do drool and sweat and do all kinds of stuff on your pillowcase. And you got that nasty, you know, the the, the hair gel that you use. (laughs) It comes up on the pillowcase. That's where being single is great because I have two pillows. Well, actually three pillows on my bed. So I just rotate them out (laughs) until I've been through all three and then I'll wash all my sheets. Well, things you should wash regularly besides your clothes. So your blankets on your couch 
and stuff like that. Yeah. You throw blankets. They also say uh, stuffed animals. Make huh. sure there's no batteries or <laughs> in your stuffed animals. Right. But a lot of times the kids like drooling and slobbering all over their stuffed animal. Oh, and yeah. you need to read the stuffed animal you know, directions to make sure they can be washed. So our dog has two or three stuffed animals that are his favorites. Oh, okay. The rest of them he rips to shreds and he t- finds the squeaker and pulls it out. But for whatever reason, these four are his four and he won't tear them up. Well, from what I've seen, when I go over there and he's hunching them, you should be washing those. Well, <laughs> we do. We wash those yeah. regularly because he, what he likes to do is put them in his mouth and sit there and just suck on them. Yeah. So it's just getting dog spit all yeah, over him yeah. and his breath's bad anyway. Uh-huh. So we do. We wash those regularly. But then he gets mad because we've taken all of the good smell out of it oh, for him. Oh, okay. So <laughs> he's just like, oh, man, yeah. now it doesn't smell right. Well, dog toys mentioned, uh, like the bones and stuff as well, you need to uh, wash those on a regular basis, not just as stuffed animals, but if he's got a chew toy. Why? I don't know. That's what they say. You should wash on a regular yeah. basis. I, I'm going to say I never, ever, ever, ever have washed a chew toy. Okay. A dish towels, something that people forget to wash. Okay. Oh, I don't mom, know how because those stink. Yeah, my mom, she got, she's she got one that, now this one's for your hands, okay? And this <laughs> one's for the dishes. And I'm like, because I, I use more paper towels than her dish towel. She's old school, wants to use a dish towel. Right. So I, I'm supposedly, I guess I'm not supposed to mix up the dish towel with my hands. Exactly. She's yeah. right, though, because paper towels are like three or four cents each. Yeah, that's true. If you think about throwing away almost a nickel every time you use one, yeah. you'd be like, wait a second. I need one of those little things that the chefs have, like a little apron. I'll just you know, be in the kitchen with a little fluffy apron and flowery apron on. That'd be nice. Okay. Yeah. I have to do a lot of stuff in the kitchen. Uh, and bath mats, something we forget to wash. I wash them all. Everything you mention, I wash. Well, yeah. Just not on a regular basis. <laughs> <laughs> I get to them sometime throughout the year. What's crazy is you're talking about all this stuff, and I have no idea how my stuff gets washed. It's just like a fairy or a magic thing. You got thing. a wash fairy in your house is what it's you got. Things just get washed. You get that on Prime? What's that? <laughs> a wash fairy, because I could use one. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure I understood what she said. It's a wash fairy on Prime, Amazon oh, on Prime. Prime. Yeah. I didn't know what you said. <laughs> yeah. I thought you said something else, and I didn't understand at all. Well, how did this underwear get clean? <laughs> <laughs> it was in the floor just two days ago. I right know, over right? There. How did that happen? You know what I'm talking <laughs> about. Then you find it folded up underneath your pillow. Yeah, I need one of those. The wash fairy. (laughs) (laughs) It's the Hawk and Tom Show on B93.7. We spend most of our lives in denial that one day it will come to an end. And so we try not to think about it. Yeah. Uh, Of course, we all like to imagine that we'll die peacefully in our sleep, kind of like my grandfather did. And not screaming and yelling like the passengers in his bus <laughs> driving that day. Um, but no, we, I think we all like to think we'll fall asleep and just not wake up. And that would be, I think, most people's preferred method yes. of dying. Yeah. Um, but, you know, we look around us and we see every day that's not always the case. I mean, there's a lot of stories, unusual stories now that you, I mean, you just look at your cell phone. Mm-hmm. And it's got all these horrible ways people are dying. And, you know, people, they try to fight it in so many ways that it gets it's crazy. There's a Chinese emperor who was so obsessed with immortality that they say he died from the mercury-laced potions that he ingested trying to live longer. Hmm. Wow. Okay, that's weird. Yeah, he would take these things that the uh, advisors would say, this will make you live longer, and they actually eventually killed him. So that's kind of uh 
crazy. I think I would have fired those guys if I was the next king or whatever coming in to play. Well, sure. Yeah. <laughs> um, I won't take their advice. So some of the horrible ways to die that we certainly hope happens to none of us and none of you. Oh, way to brighten up a Monday, huh? Yeah. <laughs> Being buried alive. Oh, oh, my gosh. Now, of course, we like to think there's no way that could happen in our modern day and times. And in the early 18 and 1900s, it was far more likely that it could happen. Uh, For example, they even changed coffins. And at some points, they would have little chains going to a bell from the coffin. So if someone woke up, they could ring the thing. Oh, wow. And there was a guy whose job was to sit in the graveyard and listen for that bell. (laughs) No, thank you. You imagine if you ever heard it, man. It's like, whoa. (laughs) <laughs> Go back like, to sleep. <laughs> yeah, that person wants out really bad. Here's yeah. why they want out so bad. They say that if you were to wake up inside of a coffin, you would have between one and a half days to one and a half hours, depending on your consumption of oxygen. The good news is if you didn't freak out from the claustrophobia, you would eventually just fall asleep as the amount of carbon dioxide increased and you fell back asleep because you passed out. Well, hopefully this is not happening anymore. Well, you would think that, right? But in 2010, the New York Daily News published an article about a 76-year-old beekeeper who would have, in fact, been buried alive if the funeral director had not detected his pulse in the coffin on the day of the showing. Okay. Where is this? In New York. Because I thought they would embalm him first, right? Not always. I'm not sure how that works out. Okay. But yeah, that's pretty scary stuff. I told you guys the other day about radiation. We talked about how bad that can be. Basically cooks your um, intestines and and it leads to horrible death. I won't go into details. Are we talking about standing too close to the microwave? No. Watching popcorn pop? (laughs) We're talking about horrible uh, deaths that had related to the atomic bomb research. Uh, decompression. So decompression is either you're in space and all of a sudden your suit blows out, or if you've been deep down diving and you come up too fast. Yeah. Uh, everybody did one of those. No. Same situation. <laughs> uh-uh. uh, what's so horrible about that is it causes all the liquids in your body to boil. So all your blood begins to boil, causing everything inside you to pop. That could also be a coworker. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is like that show, A Thousand Ways to Die. Did y'all ever watch that? I have, and I did not like it. I, I don't like talking it. about this. Yeah, I know. When I was a teenager, I watched it all the time, and now I wonder why I'm such an anxiety-ridden adult. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I'm trying to help. Uh, <laughs> it's helping greatly. <laughs> here's some interesting things about the diving death. If you were to die above the Mariana Trench, which is the deepest trench in the ocean, uh, you 36,000 feet deep, you would eventually be eaten by the zombie worm. They are mysterious, mouthless invertebrates that secrete bone-dissolving acids from their skin, and they aren't picky eaters, so they probably would take some human hors d'oeuvres if we were to fall down in there. Okay. So that you would be dead already. It wouldn't be that big a deal. You, know, you think about okay, you think about zombies, the apocalypse. Zombie that's scary. You know, the guys walking around the girls trying to eat you, but you know, a worm, a zombie worm, mm. not as threatening to me. It's <laughs> <laughs> a zombie roach. Okay. It's <laughs> a zombie frog. Here's it's something just, that might scare you more. Yeah. Elevators. If an elevator cable were to break, you could expect they did this on Mythbusters. You'll be traveling 53 miles per hour whenever you hit from a nine-story building. Mm, well, not me. I would do exactly what Cody does in Roadrunner. <laughs> I would just jump out right at the last second. <laughs> right. <Yeah. laughs> they say you're, you're better off if you lay down. 
And then jumping up at then the jumping last second. Jumping up at the last second. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I don't want to. You know, and every time I get on an elevator now, I think about that. Yeah. Think, really? Even the one here, there's only two fours well, at the station, but it sounds like it's about to fall apart. I know it. What about getting behind a log truck? After final destination, uh, 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 I'm like, no, 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 I will not. I don't do it. Yeah. And do riding it. that one, like, downtown, you got the the glass elevators. I hate that. Oh, Because yeah. you look out, you're like, what if this is fail? You get a little dizzy. Uh-huh. All right. <laughs> Horrible death. Stay away from volcanoes. I will. Whether it's the hot gases with poison in them or the idea of falling into a 2,200-degree uh. pool of rock, molten rock. Uh, they say the good thing is you wouldn't experience any pain from that. It would be instantaneous. Every nerve you have would be gone. Well, that's what happened to Darth Vader. Oh, see? <laughs> I mean, look how he turned out. <laughs> um, yeah. And then they say also there's a, a chemical called chlorine trifluoride. It was developed by the Nazis in World War II, and they were trying to turn it into a weapon. It's so toxic, explosive, and reactive, it can set anything on fire. In 1965, a man was exposed to liquid waste that had this in it uh, for one minute. He had a horrible headache, abdominal pain, two hours of difficulty in breathing, and only because of medical attention did he survive. Okay. And hmm. then uh, finally, we will end up here with what is my worst way to die. This is the one I worry about, um, and that is burning. Oh, wow. I think that would be a horrific way to die. Uh, they say that you hear about third-degree burns. Mm-hmm. Well, there actually are fourth, fifth, and sixth-degree burns, too. And you experience all of oh. those uh, oh, no. whenever you burn. Plus, there's just a whole list of other horrible things I won't mention. And then finally, for bonus here, it's one I've always been curious about is decapitation. Uh, well, oh. Tom, if you think wow. about, I don't want to hear this. Well, this is like history. Anne Boleyn and all of the, the um, kings and the queens, and they didn't give them the offspring they wanted. Yeah, I've it's always interesting. wondered if the head lived for a few seconds afterwards or not. <laughs> I hope so. If it ever happened, I'd be like, bye. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, you wouldn't have lungs to do yeah. that with. More like, surprise, as your head is <laughs> <Yeah>. still there. <laughs> but they say that they've done tests on animals, uh-huh. and they believe consciousness oh. may continue for four seconds after your head is cut oh, off. Gosh. So you could wink at people. Oh, okay. Mm. <laughs> How you doing? Yeah. <laughs> you know, I will say this. Killing them with kindness, it takes a lot longer than I thought. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> Horrible way to go, though. <laughs> it's the Hawk and Tom Show on B93.7. Well, you ever wonder on that... Uh, Peopleofwalmart.com. If anybody gets busted taking pictures of those folks. Probably they do, but yeah. not a lot. Yeah. Have you ever been busted taking a picture of somebody? Because four out of ten people say they actually have. Ah, oh, man. I almost got busted once. There was yeah. a lady, and she was letting her kids stand up in a shopping cart. Uh-huh. And I was like, man, that's they're going to fall, and that's going to hurt, man. Okay. And so I started to take a picture, and just as I did, she's like, you're Tom from the Hawk and Tom Show. And I'm like, and I'm not taking a picture of you and your family. No. Yeah. So, yeah, that was awkward. I sneak into it. I'll turn off the sound. I act like, yes. I'm, I like I'm on it tapping something, yeah. and I'm up there, and I snap, snap, snap. Uh, <laughs> that is the worst, though, when you think you've got the sound off, and it goes ching, know, and you're like, right? oh, goodness, that was a selfie. And, then, and, then, and there's two extremes. It's like the person that's dressed really funny, and you're like, okay, i got to show this to my buddies, or how did she get in those yoga pants, or, uh, you know, then you got the real attractive people. I know sometimes my poker buddies will take pictures. She's really good-looking. Oh, that's creepy. Yeah, right. that is. Yeah. This yeah. weekend at the mall, I took oh, this photo. 
out. Oh, I gotta get mine out. Oh, good. And this is the little kid laying on the floor in the food court, and her mom did not seem to mind. Which I'm not judging, but I'm just saying that's a dirty floor, and that's not where I would be letting my kid lay. It is gross, but I think sometimes as a parent, if they're not screaming and crying, you're like, you know what? We'll just deal with this. You know what's funny? I was there with my daughter, and the (laughs) first thing she said is, she's going to have another one soon. Because the lady's yeah. pregnant. <laughs> and so she's like, great. She's got one sitting. And I didn't get this, but the little girl who's on the floor, right. she was twerking on her sister <laughs> before that. Literally. Oh, so I was like, honey, shake your money maker. That's how you make money right there. <laughs> oh, wow. Okay. It's going to take me a while to find mine. But I was I very nervous when I took this because I'm like, man, if she oh, yeah. catches me. So I was holding it like Tori said, kind of. <laughs> I was holding it and I was pointing to my daughter like I was pointing at some app on the screen. Yeah. And really, I was just taking pictures. Everybody's got to I, I like the idea of a, act like you're taking a selfie. Yeah. All I got to yes. do is smile. Do your hair and snap pictures of them. Yeah, because then they're just like, oh, that person's just conceited. It's not about me. It's about them. See, I only took one picture this week, and it was my Bloody Mary I had on Saturday. Wow, that thing looks good. Oh, wow. Did it know that you took it? I snuck. (laughs) I had to turn the volume off. The bartender did, because I told the bartender that looked great at Hall of Fame, by the way. Yeah, there you go. (laughs) Uh, well, a, a buddy of mine was at the oh, grocery God. store, and this lady was bent down. I guess she, he said she's getting something from the bottom shelf, Uncle Ben's rice or something like that. All right. <laughs> it said that it was like plumber's crack galore, <laughs> and he was going to do it. And she busted him, turned him around, and gave him what for, and said he was a pervert. And he said, I was not a pervert on that one. Because I wasn't taking it because it was attractive. <laughs> I was taking it to make fun of you. Yeah, I was taking it to make fun of you. Oh. I would have just said, ma'am, I am not a pervert. I just have a friend who's a plumber, and I wanted to show him this. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Okay, we're getting a text. Uh, says that I took a picture, got busted, of a pair of shoes underneath the stall at the airport. Oh, hmm? wow. Bathroom yeah, airport. What? A stall, a bathroom stall in the airport. Well, she liked the shoes? Or yeah, liked she the liked sh- the shoes, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> so she took a picture underneath well, the... Well, that person probably had no clue the picture was being made. You, but you hear, you're hearing clicks well, in the next you stall. turn that off. Yeah. <laughs> well, she didn't, apparently. Well, that's dumb. Yeah, maybe she said she, she got busted. Maybe she just wanted to find them later online. They're cute. She's got to take a picture yeah. to remember. Yeah, I can see that. <laughs> maybe. I don't I'm know. Sounds surprised women wouldn't call it. You know, hey, I like your shoes. Yeah, let me take a picture yeah. of them. <laughs> oh, I do. I'd be like, I love your dress. It has pockets? Where'd you find that? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she, she could sit there and like slide her shoe underneath the other stall. <laughs> <and just take laughs> a good picture. You had to be careful doing that. <laughs> that could mean something else. Oh, I have a wide stance. <laughs> okay. Well, apparently a lot of people are doing it. They're taking pictures and getting busted while doing so out in public. <laughs> mm. Just saying. <laughs> Smile. Smile, yeah. Exactly. It's the Hawk and Tom Show on B93.7. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours 
and great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, oh, oh.